Welcome to Flock Talk, a podcast of GCF North. Flock Talk exists to inform, encourage, and inspire. This is your host, Dave Farley, lead pastor of GCF North. This is season two, episode 11. Yes. And I'm joined today by three movie critics, Terry Meyer, John <laughs> Kirshner, Brian Dixon. And we're going to talk about um, media, which includes music, movies, mm-hmm. and shows. So, John, how should a Christian watch a movie? Yeah, <clears throat> that's a great question. So, active. That's, that's why I asked it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, we have. I only ask here. great questions. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, so a little context. We were we were just talking about to help set this up for you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How so many Christians naively watch movies very passively, yes. thinking it's just entertainment. Yeah, not realizing that every single movie has a director or writer who's trying to say something. Yes, no movie is just a movie. Right. I don't, I don't care what it is. Correct. I have a really good friend who's an animator who's worked at Disney, et cetera, et cetera. And the, the story is of how every frame is carefully crafted and thought through to convey and deliver a specific message uh, will kind of blow you away. So, so one of the things And that person we're going to interview at some point soon, yeah, if, he's, if he says yes. I, I bet he will. <laughs> and he's, he's kind of taught me to... Um, to ask, what is the movie about? Like, like really, what is this? What's the message of this movie? And oftentimes, the message of the movie will be conveyed through who changes. Like, what character is changing in this movie, and how and why are they changing? Hmm. So those would, be, those would be just simple things to be on the lookout for as you're watching a movie. Yeah, very good. Okay. That was a hard question. Softball question for all three, all four of us. Favorite movie of all time. Did I just answer a hard question? That was, yeah. that was a hard question. Wow. With ease, my friend. Whoa. Well, actually, wow. you, actually, you said it was a great question. I just want to clarify. <laughs> it was great and hard <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> okay, so, so first thing that comes to mind. Don't think about it too much. Terry, favorite movie of all time? Uh, Master and Commander. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah, Russell, Russell Crowe Crow in his prime. Mm-hmm. By the way, have you seen a picture of him recently? He's not the same guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not to be too critical, but he hasn't really shaved his face in a while no. or worried about his diet. Kind of let yeah. himself go He's a bit. Kind of let himself. <laughs> so I, I like, mean, he used to be super sexy. I well, I mean, I wouldn't describe him as that. I mean, but... he was. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm heterosexual. I'm yeah. willing to say that. No, I uh, twenty years ago in Gladiator, Gladiator. And Master and Commander, he was yeah. so manly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's so my masculine. all-time Handsome. favorite. Yeah. If I'm going to watch something. Master and Commander. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, man. Um, Probably a a movie called Never Let Me Go. It's it's my favorite book. So it's not a great movie, but I love the story. What's the, the, give us the the gist. Yeah. It's it's hard to do. It's more of a character-driven thing, but it's really, it's about what does it mean to be human? I mean, that's really what the, movie mm. is wrestling and grappling mm. with it's about three characters and they're they're clones that's ooh. all i'll say ooh but they don't really Treating. yeah anyway don't say anything else yeah never let me go bd it's probably gonna be a marvel movie no it's no. not okay. um i actually i'm like oh, the, man what should i say but because I, you love marvel movies i do like marvel movies yeah i am a sucker we 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 won't judge i mean this, this is a safe place 
I cosplayed the first Avenger. I, I dressed up with friends, oh. thinking that other people would dress up too. Oh wow! I, I wonder if we knew that when we hired yeah. you. Well, we, now I'm <laughs> now I'm judging a little bit. Yeah. And then it's okay to judge a little. Came to realize that nobody else was dressing up. Cosplayed is that like costume play? Yeah, is that we, what that yeah, means? Yeah, we we went as the Avengers. Wow! And thinking that other people would do that opening night, nobody did. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was, that's like my son Henry, who thought it was pajama day at school recently. Yeah. Oh no! No one else wore pajamas but Henry. That's what it was like. I was going to say, that's tough. (laughs) My good friend Kyle, though, looks just like Thor. Oh, yeah, I don't know, lucky. So, anyways, we all these people were like, we want to get pictures. And we're like, great, not with you. (laughs) (laughs) It was just with him. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Favorite movie right now. I'm just going to say it because. It kind of came up the other day. I was asking the kids. It would be the Iron Giant. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's actually a really profound movie. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, was was Chad involved in that? Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I think I've talked to him about this. Yeah. It actually has some pretty deep gospel mm-hmm. themes in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was, I think Brad uh, Bird directed that, The, the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, I think it was an early, early right. Brad Bird movie. Yeah. yeah. And Chad knows, yeah. I think he knows him pretty and well. And he, he has kind of a Christian worldview. I don't know if he's a Christian, but yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah. Our tradition every Father's Day, mm. we watch Iron my favorite movie, which is The Iron Giant wow. together. Yeah. And I cry every time. That's, yeah, that's great, Brian. Love Good that movie. job. <laughs> I like it. Dave, how about you? Oh. Don't think it too hard. I, yeah, I, I, what comes to mind? Three way tie. Sorry, can I? Can there be a tie? Yeah. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Which, I, which, by the way, I just checked this again a couple days ago because my boys and I were talking about this. It's it's still the all time mm-hmm. highest rated movie on IMDb. Mm-hmm. So Godfather and, and Shawshank Redemption go back and forth. Really. But it's. Um, I just watched it for like the fifth time with one of my boys, and I I I love how. Um, it's, it's really a story about friendship mm-hmm. between the main character and then red. Have you ever yeah. read the story? I, I just, I just, uh, put it on hold Okay, because I'd love to, it's like 110. It's not very long. It's a Stephen King it's story. A yeah. Novella. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But it's, it's such a great story about friendship and redemption and hypocrisy mm-hmm. and religion. Um, it, it's, it's a very profound movie. So well acted. Just a, yeah, and, and the ending is fantastic. Um, but, but I also love Gladiator, Master and Commander. I'm a big Russell Crowe fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those are great movies. Yeah. So it's hard to pick one, but that, that always comes to mind. First That's your trifecta. I, and, and I would say this, I'm kind of shallow. Mission Impossible 3, I think, is so the, good. Is That's the, the best, best one. It's the best one. Yeah. It has such a good story. That's um, the best one. I yeah, agree. I've watched that way too many times. Yeah. Actually, how do you say Dave? How many times? Yeah. So I, just watched, I just watched it again. She's like, Dave, and this is like the eighth time. I'm like, yeah, but I'm bonding with my boys. We're watching, we're watching it together. Yeah. You know, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Total mindless brain candy, but man, that's a good story. And it's good. Well acted. All right. Um, what, what, how, how do you, how do you guys decide what you should and shouldn't watch as Christians? What's the criteria? Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going to start the conversation. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
I think, um, <clears throat> I think for me, there. I'm thinking of a movie like, I remember watching Gran Torino with Clint Eastwood, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, profanity. Um, but it, th there's a context to it. It's not gratuitous, I guess, and maybe people would disagree with me, yeah. but, but, but. So I, I guess, you know, I, I really, there's movies that, um, I, I, can, I can watch that. It's not gratuitous. It's not just for the sake of. And uh, so that would be, I mean, for me, that would maybe be one place to start. Yeah. Yeah. In, in a similar sense, I just watched Saving Private Ryan, which mm -hmm. is a great movie. Yeah. And the opening scene is so violent because it's D-Day. Right. Mm -hmm. but it's realistic and it's not glorifying violence. Right. So I have no problem watching it. At the same time, when you watch John Wick, mm -hmm. like the first one, it's just gratuitous, yeah. over the top, glorifying violence. And, and I, I think I turned it off because it was just like, these are people made in God's image that are just being mm -hmm. just hacked to pieces yeah. and, it's, it's, and it's, it's glorifying it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I didn't say that was my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's a lot of people's favorite movie. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just me. Yeah. Like, th yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are my convictions. I don't want to put that on someone else. But I think that's a really important criteria. Like, what we're both saying here is, what is the, how is the violence being portrayed? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the language. How is the language being portrayed? Um, now, with, with, with <laughs> shameless plug, with VidAngel, I, I do take out all the, the blasphemy which is easy to do. Mm -hmm. And most of the F words, all the F words. Um, you just leave a few in there. That's no, what I, I know. know. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just sprinkle a no, couple no, in like, just like, some realism. No, if, if, if I'm being honest, I, I take out all the F words, yeah. all, the, all the blasphemy. Um, violence doesn't usually bother me unless it's gratuitous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I take out all the sex because I, I just, I just, right. I don't think it's appropriate to watch any sex on TV in any context. And VidAngel allows you to do that, yeah. which is great. Um, and, and as, as a father of teenage boys, I love how I can do that. And we can watch most shows by taking out the, the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, well, you guys didn't talk, but uh, there, there have been shows. So like with, with profanity, with sex, there have been shows that I've really wanted to watch and I won't name any names, Yeah. but, and Maybe because of the period in history, I am thinking of a specific show that yeah. I really wanted to watch. It was like Cold War era. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, I love, you know, that, yeah, that yeah. era. And watched the first episode and it was just like, yeah, I just can't do this. Man. Yeah. I really yeah. want to, but I just can't do this. Yeah. So, yeah. And any, anything for you guys to add on that front? Well, I, um, you know, in terms of the gratuitous violence to the John Wick series is, um, I, I think you're right, Dave, people made in the image of God who have souls and it, it devalues life in, um, really the whole show. So those things I try to, you know, anything that would gratuitously devalue people um, and then I'm, I'm very careful to, you know, I, I have covenant eyes on my devices and, and these guys are my allies here. 
um, John and Brian. And so I'm, you know, as I'm watching something, I, I watch it with the understanding that these guys are going to see what I'm watching. Yeah. And, um, and that, that accountability is, um, okay. So I, what I try to do is, is consider everything that I'm consuming and is it, um, you know, is, is John going to say, Hey, Terry, notice you were watching this show. Um, mm-hmm. and not, not that he's been very gracious and, um, but it, it, it's in the back of my mind, that accountability, you know, should I be watching this? And if there's a question in my mind, I just, I just don't. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I appreciate that accountability. Um, and so that, you know, anything with any kind of sexual content is just completely off limits yeah. mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And along those lines, like before I watch any show, I, I always go to IMDb parents guide and, mm-hmm. and look it up and just see like, what's, what's in this show. Is there sex nudity? If there is, I don't watch it unless VidAngel is mm-hmm. available and the show's appropriate in other ways. Yeah. Um, I use plugged in. Yeah. Plugged in. Yeah. Yeah. And that, even great. if they have spoilers, I'm like, I yeah. just read all of it. Cause yeah. I'm like, I, I just, I don't, you know, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. So, so how, how, how much media should we consume? How many shows should we watch? How many movies should we watch? I know I, I love, I love movies. I love good shows. I love good stories. It's, it would, it would be easy for me mm-hmm. to spend way too many evenings of my life mm-hmm. watching a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I try to limit myself to, to one night a week. Um, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> do I always do that? Not always, but that's, that's the goal. Um, and there's just too many good books to read, you know, to watch yeah. movies all the time. But how, how do you guys think about that? How, how much, how much should we be watching even good shows? Cause by watching a good show, you're, you're not doing something else. Maybe you should be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. Have, have you guys thought about that? Any goals for yourself? Well, there's, I mean, there's a lot that to do, right? There's a lot in life. I think a lot of times, oh, I didn't have enough time for that. It's like, well, I probably did, but I was watching a show. But I had to watch all the Marvel movies (laughs) in in a row. Yeah. It only only took 30 hours, but you know. So just as a family, we've, we've in the last month have just, we're not watching like throughout the week. We're not doing any uh, uh, shows because it's like, it's too easy to get into a mode of, well, let's just put a show on for the kids. Yeah. You know, oh, we're going to go to bed. Let's put a show on. Like, and, uh, and that's kind of bled into also just, you know, any kind of social media stuff, just really like hindering a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. Just because like there's a lot to do. And then also my brain needs some time to just be quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving it that time, nor am I allowing my kids to have that time. Because, oh, I'm bored. And their knee jerk is, let's put a show on. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's really good for you to be bored every now and then, because when you're bored, you start thinking about things you got going on and it's good for you to sit there and think Mm -hmm. about those things and like Mm -hmm. process through some life. And I don't want our knee jerk to always be put a show on, you know, it's like, let's get a board game out, go outside, (laughs) you know, like, and then, and then I feel convicted. Maybe I should get a board game out. (laughs) Maybe I should go on on a walk, go outside. Like, you know, my mother-in-law used to always say only boring people get bored yeah Mm. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> That's that going back to sentences that change your life. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I don't, I'm okay when like I hear that I'm bored, but when the thing that gets me is when my kid's like, there's nothing to do. That's when it's like I'll mushroom give you something just to do. And <laughs> I, I literally, I go, okay, come with me. Let's how about some? How about some wall sets? You can do that. No, right I'm now. like, you know, what you can do is a lot of leaves out here. Get rid of those. Get, yep. Pick up the dog poop. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. And until that's done, you can't come back inside. <laughs> and I wish you. I, I wish. Yeah, I, wish I wish you were my dad, Brian. Man, I can't handle that. <laughs> There's nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shifting gears because we need to talk about music yep. a little bit. Um, we could talk about media all day, but we yeah. won't. Um, songs, songs. So, right now, what do you, what do you, what are you listening to? What's what's on your Spotify, Apple Music playlist? I'll tell you. Any 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 good songs you'd recommend? I um, one Christmas song. It's by a group called The Future of Forestry, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's cool. a it's Emmanuel. It's Emmanuel. It's mm-hmm. just called Emmanuel. Yeah. Man, I'm really digging I'm really digging that particular song. Hmm. I I'd say for me, I usually I usually listen to more secular music. Um like 80s. Yeah, I just go back to what I mean, there are groups that I kind of like kind of like some shows there are groups that i would like to listen to but i because of because i know the words mm-hmm. i kind of go yeah i can't i just can't do that um but i i kind of go back to the 80s so yeah spotify does their your like top five yes the year wrapped the year wrapped okay this so was mine <laughs> let's see <laughs> Creed. No, Ooh. it was not. That was a joke. I was going to say. <laughs> they're going wow. to tour, I hear. They yeah. are. Yeah. They're not coming anywhere near here. Otherwise, I'd be going with Josh Saner. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> um, so, so who was your top artist this year? Uh, top artist this year was Ben Rector. Yeah, he's great. And then Cody Johnson, Luke Combs, Chris Stapleton. <laughs> a little country flair. Very much. I, I have been... and I. I'm probably going to get, in, you know, people are not going to be happy. With me. I feel like I'm, I've been in a bit of a rut mm-hmm. and maybe even a bad habit with just falling in the country, Morgan Wallen, mm. where it's like, that's my knee jerk go-to when, you know, I'm like, I could probably stop listening to songs about drinking and <laughs> breaking up and breaking up and their dog getting kicked and actually go and. You know, I don't know. More edifying Especially things. Morgan Wallen. I, I yeah. feel like all of mm. those songs are about drinking and breaking up. Yep. I mean, I shouldn't know that, but I, yeah, I yeah. do. They are. Because <laughs> yep. I like me some good country every once in a yeah. while. I do too. I, 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 I will say, though, in defense of country music, mm-hmm. um, it, it always gets mocked for, you know, being mm-hmm. about your dead dog and your pickup truck and yeah. breaking up they with shouldn't. a girl. but. But I will say that there are a lot of very thoughtful country songs oh, yeah. that, that deal with real issues, mm-hmm. relationships and family and a lot of deep worldview issues. Yeah. Um, so they, they actually sing about things that matter, whereas most pop is just about sex and yeah. inappropriate stuff. Um, and, and there's some bad country music too. But, oh, yeah. but a lot of it, it does deal with a lot of pretty deep mm-hmm. worldview issues. So that's my... Yeah, that's my defense. No, I that, that's I'm, I mean, 
and top and, five is all country. Yeah. So like, but and country music. Well, this is changing a little bit, but but it's usually like real musicians playing real instruments, not yep. just a bunch of fake computer music. Mm-hmm. So, right. how about Christmas? Christmas albums. Yeah, right. Right now, so I've I have four. I've made four Spotify Christmas albums. I have my Christmas pop. I've got um, Christmas jazz, Christmas instrumental, and then I've got my favorite is. At this this time of year, I I love really traditional Christmas choral music. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and John Rutter, uh, he, he he's an interesting guy. Do you, do you know that name, John Mm-mm. Rutter? Mm-mm. Um, he's pro- I think he's in his eighties or nineties now. Um, he worked with the Cambridge Singers, so world class composer, uh, um, musician, not a Christian, but most of his songs are straight from Scripture. Hmm. Which is really odd, kind of like Bach or something like that. I mean, Bach was a Christian, yeah. Um, but he he writes these incredibly beautiful Christmas songs from the scriptures about the Virgin Birth, mm. about the Christ Child, that are that are spectacular. Mm. If you're into classic choral music, huh. um, so I I would highly recommend his stuff. So the Cambridge Singers are who he usually worked with. I think he was a professor at Cambridge, but um, so so I I and he he does arrangements of like the Holly and the Ivy classic Christmas standards, and they're so beautiful they, they bring me to tears. Mm. Wow! Um, but I I really like that type of music this time of year. Mm. Um, but my Spotify Wrapped so this year, uh, my number one was was Bach, mm-hmm. um, and that's because when I work, mm-hmm. I, I listen to tons of classical mm. music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baroque music in particular, but I—I I mean, I also I love country, mm-hmm. I love rock, I love some Christian music, not all of it. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Terry? Well, I'm looking at my my playlist, um, and and basically I took all of the uh, the soundtrack for Joe versus a volcano. It is <laughs> <laughs> like the top five or six. No, no, uh, no, no. Hold on, because earlier we said you were cultured. Yeah, so that doesn't go very deep. <laughs> uh, like, uh, so yeah, I like, uh, um, you know, I, I've really been mostly secular, but I really enjoy Cody Fry. Um, he's good, yeah. I, you know, I just like That's, his, his music. country, right? No, he's no, no he's he's, he's kind a of pop, pop artist, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I like, I'm just going through my list. I like Dire Straits, Ooh, Bob I Dylan love, is love a Straits. favorite of mine, Leonard Cohen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, which I've really kind of got turned on to last year. He's got some very deep mm-hmm. music. I don't, I, I don't believe he's a believer. Jewish. Jewish. Yep. But, uh. B- biblical worldview. Hallelujah but, fame. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's a very interesting song. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Not all appropriate. Um. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. Yeah. No. But, uh, and then I like classical music, you know, Claire de Lune. Night of Silence, um, you know, I have a classical, uh, so, but yeah, mostly, you know, I, I love the, um, um, Les Miserables sound, a soundtrack mm, as a well. a great soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's kind of my list. Um, well, and like, and like movies, I think Christians should listen to music, not passively, but actively asking the question, what oh, yeah. is the worldview of this artist? Yeah. And most songs are saying something. Yeah. 
I think it's really important to, to ask that question. Well, and even some of those love songs, you know, where um, it, it is very um, easy to turn those into just affection for Christ, mm-hmm. that he is, you know, he's the fulfillment of, of everything that we need. And because a lot of music really deals with those issues of, okay, who's going to fulfill me? Who's going to meet my needs? And, and knowing that he's the one who ultimately does that. Um, I think it's, it's good not to just let music wash over you, but to, you know, grab hold of it. Yeah. What's okay. really, ahead, what's Jim. really interesting on that point, there's a book called Hungry for Heaven, and it's basically a history of rock music. And hmm. originally, to your point, originally, uh, rock and roll grew out of gospel mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. And what happened was like you say, this affection, this target of love moved from Jesus, you know, from, from God to the horizontal plane, mm-hmm. you know, to other people. Yeah. And, and this book is very interesting um, about that and goes through really 20th century. And the author's point is that rock and roll often speaks to these longings mm. that we all have. And they're trying to fulfill them in a horizontal plane, which yeah. ultimately never satisfies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I have a couple of recommends. Yeah. For Christmas, yeah. the Gray Havens came out with a new album, oh, "Come yeah, Behold the Wondrous Mystery," and they have a few Christmas songs on there that Great. are excellent. Oh, they're really yeah. good. Matt Mars, "The Advent of Christmas," mm. that is an excellent Christmas album. And then, 1989, Christmas. Michael W. Smith. Yes. That is, an, we've been listening to that a lot this season. I'm like, huh. he is so good. Lots of synth. Oh. Yeah. But like choral <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Like he adds and then Gloria, yeah. oh, Gloria. Yes. I, I, I grew up on that album. It's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> so pretty good. Wow. Michael W. Smith is in the room. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where'd Brian Dixon go? Yeah. That was, that was, I well wish done. Michael Dub was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we name we have the Brian Dixon band oh, in the Lord. Yeah. I, th- I think they need to release a new album. Yeah, we need to drop a new <laughs> album, Brian. Brian Dixon oh, Band dear. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Volume two. With some heavy Volume synth. Two. With some heavy synth. All right. Uh, last question. Uh, currently, what's your favorite GCF worship song we sing on Sunday morning? Ooh. It'd, it'd be fun to do like a GCF wrapped for the year just yeah. to see what songs we. I bet, I, bet, I bet Planning Center does that. Yeah, you can do that. See what our most popular song was this last yeah. year. Yeah, or at least the one we did the most. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Whether it was popular or not. <laughs> right now, Behold Him. Ooh, yeah. Uh, we introduced that like a month ago, and that's been my... I really uh, like a, that that's song That's a great a song. You also love Living Waters. I do like that song. You do like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the one uh, that we just introduced from City of Light uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Can't think of the title right now. It was finished upon the cross. Yeah, Oof. great lyrics, great mm-hmm. melody. I also love "Come Behold Him." Yeah, uh, Terry, John, probably he. I, I don't think we sing it much anymore, but he will hold me fast. Yeah, we did last. We week. sang it last did week. We? <laughs> Where were you? I don't. Know. Guilty church skipper. No, that I was, was here. Funny, yeah. The I snow, was here. He was the, here the, not the, here. the inch of snow <laughs> I was kept not him away. Fully here. I was probably checking out the nursery, making sure we had staffing there. Yeah. No, that I I that song really resonates with me. 
Yeah. That 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 was actually the one I was thinking of. Mm. Yeah, love that song. All right, guys, thanks for sharing. Thanks for listening to Flock Talk, a ministry of GCF North. GCF North exists to glorify God through gospel-centered worship, evangelism, discipleship. Oh, that's that's the that's, that's the old mission Uh-oh. statement. Just wanted to make sure you guys were listening. What, <laughs> what is it, Terry? Uh, GCF exists to glorify God through gospel-centered worship. worship. Discipleship and evangelism. and evangelism. I need to change this in my notes. To learn more, go to our <laughs> website, gcfnorspokane.org.